Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, UTXJT the Don, along with my co-host. He's back, like always, leader of the flock. Say what up to the people. What up, what up, what up? Back at it again with Enlightened Sounds episode 20. Once again, like always, before we start off the show, a huge shout out to everyone that continues to listen to the podcast and support us on whatever platform that you prefer, including Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and of course, the platform that supports all of this and makes everything possible. Anchor. Again, huge shout out to Anchor for all that you do. Again, also make sure that you support all the other podcasts that we have available, including Siggy's podcast on Finances Money Talks, now the anime podcast hosted by Chaos, uh, Steven, and JoJo, uh, Otaku Summit. Uh, please support Flock's podcast as well. And support TBH whenever they do theirs, cause uh, it's been it's been a minute for TBH. Been a minute for TBH. You got yours coming though, don't you? Yup, I'm recording it as soon as we finish this. True, true. So be expecting that one next as well. Uh, but let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, as far as the new releases over the past two weeks, it really hasn't been too much. Uh, but we did receive Rista Kid, The World Is Yours too. We received a NAV project, which is kind of like an EP. It's not really a full project. Um, it's called Bad Habits. And last, but certainly not least, uh, well, it's supposed to come out on the 22nd of March, uh, but due to some issues, and they have to come out on Monday, uh, the 25th. And uh, as of recording, this is March the 26th. Uh, but our boy GI Zone Anonymous came out with There Is No Threat. <laughs> and funny thing about this, and again, I don't know how many people are on Twitter, but this all occurred on Twitter. Uh, we had some issues on Thursday going into Friday. Uh, originally when the album was supposed to come out we had needle drop um he is a uh, an infamous music reviewer on youtube uh he ended up seeing denzel curry which uh, denzel curry and, and anon are cool um he ended up posting anon's album and he just put 325 no threat as the quote and a lot of people got confused thought that this was denzel curry's new project and unfortunately needle drop was one of those people and uh, he got called out immediately and he deleted the post but but soon after the next day my mixtapes also did the same thing and said that this was Denzel Curry project and it was just very unprofessional I want to need for people to do better uh, but the main thing that I want for people to do everybody especially the people who made the mistakes y'all better review that album like I don't care if it's uh if y'all got upset because it's not a Denzel Curry project and he was just featured on it y'all should be on notice now on my homie Anon and give him his respect because we all said that 2019 going to be his year. This is the year that he's going to blow up. So go ahead and contribute to the movement. And I guarantee that you will like this album. So that's to anybody who, uh, who you know, originally did not want to give him a chance or did not even know who Anon is. Go ahead and review that album. Go ahead and uh, get my boy's clout because he deserves it. Um, he definitely he deserves definitely it. He won't be disappointed. And again, that Denzel feature and that uh, and the Sylvan uh, LeCue, uh feature, that's that's major. That's major. So, my man has been putting in work, man. It's, it's been amazing to see his progress throughout the year. So, again, we got another project, and I hope that this one is the one that propels my boy into superstardom. Um, and he also has a, uh, a, a little concert on uh, April the 12th as well. Um, for like the the celebration of there is no threat, so I'm, I'm more than likely he's going to be performing the majority of songs from that album, and Sylvia uh, Lequeux is going to be there as well. So if you are in the LA area, uh, go ahead and uh, look that up and and uh, see if you can attend. 
Uh, I heard that Chaos is going to attend, so uh, I guess we'll see through him. Have him take some uh, some some Instagram posts or whatever and uh, and support your boy. So uh, with that being said, man, that is it for the notable new releases. Let's get into the music news. Uh, unfortunately, we have to start with, off with some bad news, and this was again another situation where people were utterly confused on who it was. Uh, but the battle rapper Tech Nine, and I will repeat, the battle rapper Tech Nine, not the Tech Nine from Kansas City. Uh, this is easily mistaken because they have the same name, but they spell different tech nine the battle rapper spells it just with the letter nine for nine so again not to be confused with the casey rapper tech nine this is not who we're talking about but the battle rapper tech nine he passed away uh we heard the news yesterday and it was pretty crazy like i just literally woke up and all of a sudden like this happened and i didn't know that he was going through any health issues i, I didn't hear anything like he was literally like the week before he was going through his little promotion for possibly his next battle um, with another opponent and you know they were going back and forth on twitter and then like literally like the day before like he posted you know something else on twitter um again referring to the upcoming battle that they were trying to promote and then all of a sudden we just hear that he passed away and people on twitter and all the social media were like wait a minute just just tech nine the kc rapper like he passed away say it ain't so and and again like they it was like borderline disrespectful like i i know that they don't necessarily mean that but it was disrespectful that like they were just trying to like dismiss it just because it wasn't the tech nine that more right. people know instead of the battle rapper but uh, but in any case the battle rapper tech nine um he took a long hiatus but he was one of the ogs as far as as a URL or Smack is concerned. Um, he he paved a lot of ways, especially for the Philly scene. Uh, so he came up um, with the OG Philly scene as far as Battle Rap is concerned. He's pretty much like battled with all the people who you know, uh, including like uh, him and Holly battled DNA. He's battled a, a good amount of people. So he's definitely respected in the game. And the latest thing that he was doing after his long hiatus, he ended up um, making a show with uh, one of the Battle Rap critics. His name is Jay Black. And they started Champion which uh, it's like a battle rap version of Undisputed with Skip and Shannon. Um, so they just talked about battle rap and and they like did so well that URL and RBE and uh, and all the other um, all the other rap battle leagues they you know sent them out and and they were like you know doing a lot of promo including like the sit downs between the battle rappers or whatnot. So they were literally like they ended up being leaders as far as like YouTube and the battle rap culture. Um, as when it comes to like reviewing these uh these rap battles and like talking about their thoughts and what they wanted to see next and, and all that stuff. And they were actually like they got to a point where they were like doing champion of the year and giving people belts and even money um if they ended up getting champion of the year for you know their panel or whatever. So it was it was something that was you know shaping up to be even bigger than what it is now but unfortunately he did pass away and uh, I couldn't believe it at first. Everybody was waiting on URL TV to confirm it. Uh, apparently, his brother confirmed it first on Facebook, and then URL confirmed it soon after. So it was just crazy, man. And uh, and people like Denzel Curry and Joe Budden, they also uh, went to uh, Twitter and uh, and talked about the situation. The actual uh, the Tech Nine from KC, he uh, he mentioned it well. So it was a good amount of uh, of rappers that uh that um gave their condolences king Lowe's, kendrick lamar lloyd banks uh lupe fiasco uh mickey fax and uh king of the diet um they're i, I guess like the quote-unquote um i guess like closest competitor to url tv they also gave their condolences so 
it's a it's a huge loss for the battle rap um scene definitely huge loss especially after what he was doing with champion and whatnot so uh what do you what do you think about uh about the impact that tech nine had on the battle rap culture it's it's sad that it happened first and foremost rest in peace uh you know quite sure whoever it is whether you know him or not sure he left some some sort of family behind so pray for the family i hope they can get through it and uh this it was rough man like you don't you don't want to see nobody because i'm i'm sure he wasn't that old i don't know exactly how old he was but i mean but whatever whatever the case may be you, you just hate to see that especially some especially somebody that you that you watch i actually went back and watched the uh the joint uh him and uh was that miles had that that, that was that me and west miles open, yeah that yeah was that was the craziest opening opening joints ever yo where he went in on buddy so yeah. that was that was that was cool so uh, i just i just hate to see it man because like you said he did have he did have a lot of impact a lot of people may not know he's not like one of the forefront guys but he was one of the guys that you know helped help make it what it is so just it's, it's, it's crazy because I know a lot of people did, like you said, a lot of people did think they were talking about the actual Tech Nine. But like when I seen it trending on Twitter, I knew that wasn't because it had him and the other Tech Nine on it. So it was like, and I know he spells it differently. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, okay, this this is this is another this is the this is the other guy, the uh, the battle rap guy. All right. And plus, it never you, know, you always want to know what happened or how it happened, but I didn't ever see like how he passed. I just was like, once I seen, I was like, shit, you know, it was just like, I didn't even care. It was just like, he gone. That's, that's crazy. Because you look up one minute, you know, you talking and, you know, up like everything's all good. And next one minute you're gone. It's just one of them cases where you say, you know, life ain't promised to nobody tomorrow, man. So you just got to live them, live your life to the fullest today. Right, right. So uh, it said that he was 32, and I still don't see any article that confirmed his cause of death. But um, other people were saying that he just died in his sleep. Um, so again, I don't, I don't know what causes that it was. So I mean, 32, that's pretty young. I actually thought he was older than that. I thought he was like damn near 40 because he been in the game for a long ass time. So he must have came in when he was definitely younger. Um, but it's still sad. It's still sad, especially like dying that young. Like, I, I actually would like to know, um, like, actually what happened. Cause like I said, he was fine. I, I never heard, like, anything um, that he ever mentioned as far as, like, any health issues or anything else along those lines. So, uh, so again, yeah, it's it's a mystery right now. Um, hopefully, like, um, a little bit later they can confirm, like, what ended up happening. But uh, but in any case, like I said, um, just RP to Tech 9 and he will definitely be missing a better route community. Uh, moving on to some other news. I typically don't like talking about uh, people who I don't necessarily respect, but uh, but I I give Adam Twenty Two, aka No Jumper, a, a little bit of clout because he's he is one of those tastemakers in the uh, in in the music industry. But um, Adam Twenty Two has been going through it in the past week, and it's it's just sad because the first time that I saw what happened to him, I thought that it was just like a a joke, like you know one of his friends just trying to stick him up or whatever, uh, but. This man got he well the first time he was actually there the second time he wasn't uh but he got a robbery attempt twice bro twice in a week um the first time that it happened like i said like they were interviewing they were right in the middle of interviewing and somebody walked up to him with a gun and it was weird because like 
in the situation he had like a little nervous laugh or whatever and and that's how you know people were speculating that he might have just been playing and he actually knew the person um and then like one of his friends i'm not gonna do it out and i don't even know like the first person were they actually prepared to even do anything because i know like if you if you really ain't about that life then you'll just come up on somebody just because you got a gun doesn't mean you know how to use it so it was a weird situation and that's again what led other people to think that this might have been fake just because like the gunman didn't really do anything either and got easily taken care of um but that was actually caught on video the second time apparently the dude walked up to adam 22's um to his his clothing shop where he does his podcast as well and he ended up sticking up like one of the associates who worked there and was asking where adam 22 was so i don't know if the second dude just took the opportunity because the first dude did that but in any case man like if, if, if this ain't no joke man like this it's pretty tragic like that this dude is, is now being targeted uh, for whatever reason because i at this point i don't even think that the two people who tried even had a legit reason um it might just be for you know clout purposes but again this ain't this ain't the move and again like if you have no ill malice towards him especially if you don't like what is the reason for doing this i don't even i don't even understand but uh but in any case right now like adam 22 had to call the cops twice and you know they're looking further into the story but as far as we know right now like everybody's safe and, and everything but it was just like a, a tragic situation that happened so how do you how do you feel about like adam 22 and and just like this recent case of you know people trying to rob him like in in a week not even two weeks this all happened within a week if this is legit and that's always a question because anybody that's known or trying to be bigger than what they are or whatever you always have to ask that question because you never know i mean i mean look at the jesse smollett situation mm. you never know so um all, you, you just got to put it in perspective like okay first first and foremost who the company that he keeps you gotta you always have to be aware of your surroundings and who you have surrounding you i mean you never like never invite anybody have anyone invite someone else into your home if, like if you don't know them don't you know if i don't know this person don't invite them to my crib if i invite you you don't invite nobody else to my crib i mean because a lot of times when people get robbed and, and shit like that a good a good number of those situations are from someone that you know that knows you they know your they know your moving patterns they know where you keep things and stuff like that because they've been in your home so you know so you don't you never know like you go into a place of business to rob somebody and shit like that you you never know what the situation is man dudes are out here weird and especially in the inter internet era people just do anything just to you know just to come up and people can as we can see people can play the victim just to come up so you don't know if this shit is all you know who knows you know you, you never really know it's like you don't know who who you got watching you who's really like i always say just because some you know just because you got people behind you don't mean they got your back yeah. so so you don't you gotta watch you gotta watch yourself and question the people that you got around you because if people can come to your place of business or try to catch you coming out your home like that's too close to home like for lack of a better word you know what i'm saying it's like it, it's one thing you randomly coming out the movie theaters at night or some shit like that or you way out somewhere else but you in your city you in your neighborhood or in your place of business someone knows you and knows your moves so you just gotta watch the people you got around you because it's somebody out here plotting against them. Yeah. The old term, like everybody eats, and we know when the when when the wolves don't eat, they get hungry. You know what I'm saying? You ain't feeding the wolves, they gonna turn on you and eat you. You know what I mean? So you gotta look at stuff like that. The people that you got around them, you know, maybe the maybe the cause of this. 
Yeah, because like if this is legit, then I would assume that these people are seeing him as an easy come up now, because he does yep. know a lot of people. Like he talks to a, a you know a shit ton of people, and you never know if these people, like even if the people who he's interviewing aren't the um aren't the people who are trying to get him, it may be some people like who are their associates, or you know it could be anybody else. So like I say, and like if this stuff is legit, like he gotta watch his back and like watch who he actually um you know interviews and hangs around on a daily basis. Uh, but at the same time, like uh, one particular person of, of company who he keeps is Keemstar. And, and we all know how Keemstar begin down too. like, I, I really don't trust none of them a lot of times with what they be saying. But again, like, if you know, if this stuff is legit, then it's not a laughing matter. And, you know, I don't want nobody to get stuck up like that. And, you know, anything worse end up happening to uh, to Adam 22. But like I said, maybe he just needs to dial back and, you know, stop interviewing everybody and just watch the people who he hangs around. And, you know, again, if all of this stuff is legit. Because, uh, like I said, you never know. But it's just, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy what uh, what happened. Because I was like, the first time we was like, okay. Like, it was it was just a weird situation. The second time, I'm like, all right. He must be getting targeted at this point. Like, and if it happens again, especially, like, if it happens within, like, a couple of weeks or something. I'm like, all right. Somebody's clearly targeting you at this point. Like, it's it's just, it's weird. But uh, but hopefully, again, like, this this stuff ain't no laughing matter. If it's, if it's all legit, then... Uh, Adam 22, watch watch your back, man, because I think you you got some crazy people around you trying to try you. So, uh, so there you go in that situation. And uh, finally, what I have here is the Daniel Caesar situation. Now, Daniel Caesar, uh, he he probably shouldn't open his mouth on this situation, but uh, just to give a little backstory on uh, on what ended up happening to him. Uh, this ended up spawning from the Yes Jewels situation. Now, Yes Jewels has been known as a culture vulture in the music industry for a while. She's had problems with Joe Budden and also his associates, who he had on the State of the Culture show. Uh, Karen Civil and uh, well, Karen Civil wasn't on there, but Scotty Beam is on, is on there. But Karen Civil also got brought into the crossfire um, by Yes Jewels. Um, she obviously has problems with them, and of course, still has problems with Joe Budden. Uh, but for some reason, Daniel Caesar decided to speak on the situation and was talking about um, black people and, and how like we're being overly sensitive and, and why are we going in on white people like that and you know white and basically saying that white people are like the superior race like we need to we need to be on their level basically like some like some we need to bow down and stop and stop talking about them uh, because they're you know they're uh, if we're allowed to be disrespectful then they're allowed to be disrespectful too um, it shouldn't be you know one way around black people can be disrespectful to white people but white people can't be disrespectful to black people um, he's saying he doesn't want to be taken like a joke he had to go through the Dave Chappelle stuff and acknowledge that he was being sensitive but he doesn't you know he doesn't feel like the, uh, black people should be going in on white people like that and he got a lot of backlash from that stuff too uh, Joe Budden actually talked about it again on his uh, on the latest episode of his podcast uh, but just people were, were going in they started talking about his love and, and everything else now he you know for the most part it seemed like he kind of just shook everything off but uh but the situation and everything that he actually said ain't nobody agreeing with that stuff ain't there's nobody agreeing with that i'm all for equality but we know what's going on in our, in our everyday lives 
it's still a lot of people that are of the Caucasian complexion that, you know, they just don't respect us and they never will. So why would you say something like that, you know, that we um, that white people are, you know, the superior race and we need to get down on their level and we need to, you know, just just keep respecting them and, and don't disrespect them because we don't want them to do that to us. Um, how you feel about Daniel Caesar's comments on the whole uh, situation? It's just sheer ignorance. It was like you're trying to step up and trying to white knight some shit that you should have just stayed out of. Uh, it's like, like one minute you gonna say, you know, it's like you don't know. If you don't know, it's like it's it's cool to just not know. Just say, all right, I don't know. I'm gonna stay out of it. Or is it like when people wrong? Like just be wrong. Like you you can be wrong and and that's fine. But you also gotta know what battles you want to fight and you want to hop in. And that was a battle he definitely should have stayed out of because he, he came across as really ignorant. Isn't he from Canada? Uh, I think he is. He's up there. So he's not even really qualified to speak on what goes on here in the United States because they they don't they they deal with different issues that they don't deal with what we deal with here. You know, it's people dying in the streets every day. You know, what I'm saying just because of what they look like. You know, in in every city in this country you up there you know doing what you do you know and i don't care about how he looks and all this other stuff but i applauded uh when i seen somebody ask what i think it was waka flocka and his girl uh, about it um so i think you know i think what they said it, it that made sense too when they were just like look this guy you know he just he just talking but not living you know so he's he's up there he's up top you know saying on in canada not having a clue what's going on here and i i totally agree with that like I didn't even know he was in Canada. He lived in Canada until I seen it, you know, until I heard it. I rather, but I, I feel like if you if you're not even from from here, like like me, I'm not gonna comment on what goes on in Bosnia and you know he or Kuwait or no stuff like that because I'm not there. I can't sit here and say, oh well, it ain't that bad, and why can't y'all just get along? You don't know what them people are dealing with out there. I don't know what them people are dealing with, so I, I choose not to comment on it unless I have 100% facts behind me. So I feel like he should have he should have done that. Like just just stick to just stick to making making the music that you make. Be more educated and informed on shit before you comment on. It. I'm not telling you, you can't have an opinion on shit, but before you have an opinion on it, make sure you get all facts gathered. And it just made him look really ignorant. It looked like he tried to white knight on some shit. Be the you know can't we all just get along guy? Like bro, you are not Rodney King. So you know Rodney King got his ass beaten. Said that you know what I mean he lived that experience and said that you have no clue i'm sure you have not experienced that out there in canada so you don't you don't know what's going on here so just just keep it to yourself yeah so just like you said he has a huge disconnect and it's because of where he's from like canada does not get down like the u.s um you obviously don't know your history <laughs> because like i said it's not this isn't anything new um with with the whole uh situation between uh specifically white people and black people like obviously like we would like to get along in the perfect world but the world ain't perfect and it hasn't been perfect since since we've all been living uh it's, it's, this has been going on for a long ass time but again canada has different situations um like you all may be more friendly up there that's what canada is known for but in the u.s it hasn't been like that and i don't think it'll ever end up being like that and it's that's just the unfortunate reality that we live in 
um but it's i mean it's it's not something that again you should have even jumped in um even if yes jules is your friend it was just something that uh that it was just in poor taste it was in poor taste he thought he was saying something but what he said was completely and utterly ignorant and this is why you're catching a backlash so not saying that you can't speak your mind daniel caesar because i believe that everybody can i mean it's a free world and we have free speech but uh, some things, if you feel like you're not, you're not really uh, knowledgeable on the subject, maybe just dial back and just, just let the people, um, the parties that actually have the problem, just let them go at it and don't try to hop in the middle and, and try to save your friend because she's being ignorant too. Um, and like, yes, Jules has her own issue that she needs to deal with and she needs to realize that she be saying some whack stuff too. And she definitely be going at the black chicks a lot. And it's not just, uh, it's not black shit's coming at her first. It's some stupid stuff that she done in her past yeah, um, that people won't forget. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a rebuttal. Yes, Jules is still upset, and she's name-dropping people. She doesn't care, and, you know, they're clapping back. And that and this, it is what it is. That's their issue. That's not your issue. It's not black people being disrespectful to her. Um, she was being disrespectful to them first. So when you're going to say that they can't say nothing, you didn't didn't say nothing for the black side. You just said something for the white side. So, no, we're not going to bow down to white people. We're not going to just try to get along with them uh, just because they're, quote, unquote, the superior race in, in, in your eyes. No, this, this is not what we're doing here. So just uh, just chill out and, and fall back again, just like the Dave Chappelle situation. Fall back and make your music, and that's it. So there you go on those situations. Um, we do not at this very point for uh, the music reviews. We do not have any albums to review. Um, we will get on that on the next episode. We will definitely uh, get to reviewing Anon's There Is No Threat album. Uh, but for the meantime, I had a uh, rap battle that I wanted to discuss with you, Flock. And that is the T-Top versus Iron Solomon battle uh, from Summer Madness 8. Uh, now, T-Top... Personal. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Jay. Oh, hold on, Jay. I'm, 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 I'm so proud of myself, man. You know why? Because that was a perfect opportunity for me to call this dude a house nigga. You know what <laughs> I mean? You really don't. Like, normally, I would have done that. I would not pass up that opportunity to say that, man. But I didn't, and I'm so proud of myself. For that. No. I just I just kept it. I kept it so just like, you know, I kept it so PC. Like, yeah. He definitely got called that, like, pretty yeah, much I know, by everybody. I know I didn't yeah. have to. Because yeah. I didn't have to. I know he got called that all over the place. I, just, I said, just chalk it up to him being young and misinformed. And just trying to white knight and you know taking up somebody he, he he thinks is his friend like but you know the, like the old ice cube say here's what they think about you you know what i'm saying it's like you don't know what they like you trying to white knight and you have no idea what people are saying about you behind your back so you need to be more careful of who you defending too and who you calling your friends so my bad jay I, 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 I tried i didn't want to do it but i just had to state that no, that's I was great. being a little, I was being a little too polite and too nice and shit. <laughs> I, I gotta take it back to the roots, bro. Nah, it's all good. It's all good. It's all appreciated on this show. You already know. Uh, but anyways, going back to the uh, the rap battle that we have here, T Top versus Iron Solomon. Uh, T Top, he automatically got to like the top of his proven grounds class uh, due to him winning the whole UFF, which was on BET. Um, and because of that, he ended up, you know, getting promoted a lot more, um, as far as URL is concerned, but personally, he wasn't my favorite out of that PG class, uh, but that's, that's neither here nor there, uh, but he always, like, he's at that point where he can get these big battles, and he's had quite a few, uh, but this time, he ended up battling Iron Solomon, who was an OG in the rap battle, uh, battle rap uh, culture, uh, but when he got killed by Murder Mook, 
on that one summer madness boy it just it, yeah. it kind of just fell off for him and he took like a long hiatus and then he came back on king of the dodge and kind of like revived his battle rap career and now he's been on url at least a good two or three times in like the last couple of years so um so he did come back after all of that and now he's getting these battles again from like people who you know weren't around when he was doing his thing uh, but t-top actually got the opportunity to uh, battle iron solomon and this battle i feel like iron solomon always has a tough time battling people who are about like that dope game and people from the hood i feel like they always try to test him just because he's a jewish guy and you know try to get up in his face call him a bitch and all that stuff and and uh and i feel like he always has a hard time with those type of rappers when it's people aggressive, on the, aggressive rappers yeah when it's people on the king of the die like you know most of the people on the king of the die you know they're unfortunately like canadian or, or stuff you know they we know that they're not about that life and that's not the type of route that they take but when it's on the url you're going to get majority of those of those hood dudes who talking about shooting and they're talking about drugs and, and all the stuff that you see in the hood and you know most of them have you know for more or less have been about their life you know everybody skews everything thing so you don't know exactly what's true and what's false but those type of aggressive rappers yes exactly so i feel like iron simon always has a hard time against them it doesn't matter how good of a battle rapper that they are um personally but i feel like he always has a hard time struggling against them uh iron simon did come with some with some good uh with some good lines and stuff and he held his own uh, but I feel like T-Top just by default and, and by his aggression, he ended up winning this battle as far as like the crowd because the crowd was definitely more on his side. Obviously, when Iron Solomon had some lines there, um, then he got him, especially when he was talking about uh, when he was talking about um, Averb and, and Sue Surf uh, ducking him. Or whatever when it ended up being made into a soundbite Side as well bar. yeah uh volume three coming because you know that was a that was a promotion for a uh, smack volume three but you know he got the crowd hype with that one i feel like that was probably his best uh his best line and that wasn't even about t-top when he sidebarred it and it was talking about all the other battle rappers who he wants to face uh, but I still felt like overall like Iron Solomon didn't have the crowd as well as T-Top had the crowd But I will say that I felt like Iron Solomon's bars When they actually hit because you know the crowd doesn't doesn't catch everything and that that tends to happen a lot uh, But yeah, Iron Solomon Yeah, but I feel like Iron Solomon's bars were more clever than T-Top's uh, I don't feel like T-Top is that kind of rapper that has um, Really intricate bars. He just that aggressive like um, um, from the from the pot type of rappers because you know he said it that he sold drugs or whatever and that's that's always the um the thing that they use against him because he said he sold drugs to his own mom or whatever um but i, I never felt like t-top was that type of person that i'm that like a bar just flew over my head he's just an aggressive type of rapper that, that just talks that shit um but just again as far as like the type of rapper that iron solomon faced um, he just never feels he never fares well with them. He never really fares well with them So I gotta give like I gave t-top this battle just by default But I just felt like overall like I wasn't really I wasn't really feeling this rap battle as much as I did other uh, other bat, uh, rap battles it was okay But it wasn't anything that was like super exciting or that I would say would have been a classic in my eyes because I've definitely heard way better rappers I saw way better uh, rap battles in this one but it was okay though it's it's nice that iron solomon is back 
Um, but I still feel like the competition that he's been getting, he's not going to be able to like overpower them with his bars. And a lot of people won't get it or won't feel them because of his race. Um, uh, but at the end of the day, they got to give him respect because he definitely is an OG in the game. But I just feel like a lot of these battles, he's just not going to win just because he, he just can't handle them. It's just not his lane. Um, just battling a lot of these URL rappers or at least not, uh, not today. Um, so how'd you feel about this battle? Alright, I'm gonna start off by saying I'm with you on the uh, whole part where I feel like he does kind of um, what's the word I'm looking for? He does become a little passive at times against more aggressive rappers because he fit, I don't know if it's an intimidation factor or he feel like he doesn't have a rudder, but in this case I felt like he fared fairly well against this guy. I felt like T-Top came out aggressive and he came out swinging that first round, but each round after that it was like less and less it was less and less impressive to me. And I felt like uh, Solomon, he definitely had the crowd. He definitely had the crowd. It was a few times he had to stop mid, you know, mid rhyme. And everybody was like, uh, you know how they, uh, like in the UK, right? When they, like in the UK? Yeah, they were for that one. Summer Madness said, yeah, they were in the UK. Yeah. So, I mean, he had them a little bit more because of that crowd. That crowd actually had, was filling yeah, up. Yeah, they were more, they were more so. I said, if this would have been like, a, you know, a US crowd or whatever. They probably wouldn't have, have given Solomon a, a fair shake. And I've seen it happen countless times with him battling. And um, I feel like the rappers that go against him, it's the same shit, different toilet. And that's what like it's like with, with him. He'll say some shit and it'll go over people's heads with them. You already know what you're going to get. They're going to say some Jewish shit. And I think it's like a double standard. And I don't like that's the one thing I don't like because it, it goes it goes both ways like if if they say some holocaust shit and some you know saying some dirty jew shit which he, he top did and, yeah which he did which is the same shit that everybody else does and he comes back and say some other shit like that they you know people like oh i can't believe he said like believe it you know what i'm saying like not believe it you know what i'm saying like <laughs> you know what i'm saying like believe it is it is it, it, it's all fair in in battle right like if you're gonna do it to him he should be allowed to do it to you and i feel like he does a good job of not going that route sometimes he did say one line where he was like, yo, fuck you and your hood and shit like that. And dude kind of was like, fuck you too. You know what I'm saying? It was right. like, oh, now you touch. You know what I'm saying? It's like he was saying some shit. And then when he broke down about how he squandered opportunity after opportunity and how he got handed shit, you know what I'm saying, to him, he like basically was like, look, you got shit handed to you because of who you were cool with, because of who you knew. You come out talking, I slang crack, I sell crack, I sell crack. All right, cool. This is what I'm doing. I did the shit that you doing that to survive. I did the shit to play. You know what I'm saying? He low-key stunning on him on that shit, but a lot of people weren't getting it. Like, I think that he's probably one of the most clever rappers in, in battle rap. A lot of people just don't get it because when he says it, it goes over people's heads at times. But I was catching all that shit. I felt like I felt like Solomon won two to one mm-hmm. in this one. Because towards the end, he basically sunned him. He basically hit him with some look, I'm an OG and I'm about to sit you down slap you on your wrist this is what you did and i'm uh, it's time for me to set you straight that third round it was it was unanimous and he just really killed it and the sidebar shit was was clever but he didn't even need to do that to win in my eyes but i thought it was just a, it was a good it was a good twist t-top shit just it was good he came out punching haymakers and he just he was about a third round he was winded and you could tell he just he didn't have much left to me it's just me listening when I'm listening to battle rap, I'm listening flow for flow, bar for bar, point for point. 
And what dude was saying was the same shit everybody else says. Mm. Oh, you a Jewish. Oh, the Holocaust. You get burned. And da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's shit like that. It's just smoked out. It's like, it's the same shit. Y'all saying the same shit about them. It's like, say something, say something different. If you're going to use that, use a different reference to it or something like that. Like when motherfuckers go at, um, uh, what's the name? With Buddy with the shit on the side of his ear. Like they they always get on his ass, you know what I'm saying? Rex. They always get on him with that shit, but it's always something different. You know what I mean? It's always a different take they they do on it. It's not just saying like say mad come out. What the fuck is that on inside? Yo, you know what I'm saying? It's just <laughs> funny because he said and somebody else will say something different. With them, it's like they saying the same shit about him. He just he 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 can rhyme, yo. I'm I'm a fan of Solomon. I felt like he won two to one, yo. It's just I can go on and on about the different shit that I caught, but I'm not. But I, I'm not I just felt like that. I felt like it was good. Yeah, I'm, I felt I'm like he I felt like he was way he he brought way more to the table. And then you said you didn't feel like he had the crowd. I felt like he definitely had the crowd on his side because dude was just saying shit. But when you when you pick it apart, what he was saying, what was he really saying? You know what I'm saying? He said a couple like classic lines. Like when he said the shit, you gotta, you gotta fight, you know what I'm saying? You gotta fight to get you know get on the land, stay on the land or some shit like Smash Bros. Smash Bros. or some Brothers, shit yeah. like that. Yeah, that was a that was a dope ass line. Like shit like that is like, you know, I, I can appreciate shit like that. But that was in round one. Nothing else after round one. I didn't really, I didn't really get that much other than the same shit that everybody else really says about him. And he was just Yo, I did this. I slang this. I'm, I'm packing the Mac in the back of that. You know what I'm saying? It says, like, you know, it's, it's the same shit, bro. Like, with me. So, it, I'm not saying he wasn't good, but he just wasn't better than Solomon this time. Okay. Okay. I'm not mad at it because I definitely agree with you. I think that Iron Solomon definitely got round three, but I think that T Top got round one and, and two is debatable. Two are debatable, but I, I think that T Top won it, in my opinion. I just think he won it, but. Uh, but I agree with you though. I mean, like I said before, like I think the Iron Simon definitely had more intricate bars than T Top. But I think a lot of people didn't catch him, and that's why I feel like T Top had the crowd more. But uh, but definitely with Iron Solomon having a UK crowd, they was feeling them. Uh, they feel them a lot more than uh, than being like in New York or something. Cause New York would have probably booed them out of there, cause that's typically what they do. They're so that's biased. What they do. Yeah, they're yeah. super biased there. But okay, okay. You got Iron Simon two one. I got uh I got T Top two one on this one. But uh, I'm still waiting on that uh on that on the Aver battle, man. I need to see yeah. that. I need to see yeah. that because I I'm kind of bored at these other battles. Like they got they got like Hitman and Bill Collector coming up, and that's like there's yeah, like a, a grudge battle. Yeah, and Goods. Well, the one they got Goods, Goods and Cassidy. Cassidy right? they yeah, kept, they kept building that through the whole joint. Yeah, Goods and Cassidy is coming up. So again, I don't know how I feel about that one either. I really don't know, like, cause Cassidy was more or less a disappointment to me in his last battles that he had. So, again, I'm I'm not really sure how I feel about it. I'm not excited about it, but I'm obviously gonna watch it. Uh, but again, I haven't really heard anything that I'm like, yo, like I gotta watch that day one. Like, if I I I'm you know I might get the pay per view if it was available. I haven't felt anything like that. Um, besides this this Averb uh, Averb Lux um, possible matchup. So. We're going to see, man. We're going to see if anything else comes up that sparks our interest. And, again, if there's anything that we want to discuss, we will uh, review it on the show. Uh, that being said, let's get to the song of the week. Uh, looks like we <laughs> looks like we have an, uh, an anonymous <laughs> favorite song sing on here for our songs of the weekend. That's rightfully so, man. That's rightfully so. Ain't not deserved it. So, um obviously well these songs both these songs that we chose are not on uh there is no threat uh but i chose a song that uh, was off of the vice project 
and this is anonymous reasonable doubt I was looking back on that album and I was trying to figure out like what was one of my favorite songs. I didn't want to choose a song that everybody else liked, but uh, for Reasonable Doubt being one of the last songs on the album, I feel like that hit a lot more in my opinion. Um, so this was definitely one of my favorites, like one that I can just I can just continue to bump uh, nonstop, and 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 I really uh, I really was feeling this song a lot. So that's my song of the week. If you have not heard the Vice album by Anonymous, listen to Reasonable Doubt. Flock, what you got for us this week? I'm also going with A9, but I'm gonna go with Gundam Wing off of his uh, shit. Off his Urameshi. Off his Urameshi EP. That's what it was. Off the Urameshi EP. Uh, Gundam Wing. Uh, he, he spazzed, yo. Spazzed out. I say, he spazzed out on that, yo. Just, just check it out. If you have not checked out that one, make sure you check out Vice. Definitely make sure you check it out. Check out both albums. Fox, Fox, Fox. So shout out to A9. Like we mentioned before, this is his year. Feel like he got it with his uh with his there is no threat so uh there you go moving on to the topic of the week want to get your take on this flock how do you feel about rappers self-proclaiming that they are the greatest of all time and or better than x artists it could be their peer it could be somebody they've never met before uh, how do you feel about these rappers self-proclaiming that they are the greatest of all time or better than somebody else? Because uh, in my opinion, I don't feel like you should be self-proclaiming anything, especially in that industry. Um, I feel like I understand, you know, you being a little cocky or whatever, but I feel like it rubs a lot of people the wrong way. And it kind of makes like enemies that you probably shouldn't be making uh in the rap game uh so what are what are your thoughts on that it's just hella corny it's a sign of insecurity too you know what i mean it's like you're looking for that validation from others but instead of letting the others give you that validation you're trying to instill it in their mind for them to give it back to you i think that shit is hella weird um with the, most recently the whole um <clears throat> what's his name uh offset doing it with the whole you know these new art i mean these older artists should kiss our feet uh kodak black just saying it talking about some you know he better than tupac and he i don't respect none of y'all older niggas and shit like that i feel like that shit is weird bro it's just y'all different bro that's all i'm gonna say they different I, I feel like that's that's something that your peers and the people that support the culture should be debating should be making that decision not you yourself like i can sit here and say i'm the best cook in the world but if I've never cooked for anybody else outside of, you know, someone that's in my house, you know, then what does it, you know, what does that mean? It means nothing. You know, let other people, let the people that, let the people that are like known for judging it, judge it. Let the consumers judge it, judge the product. You don't have to, if you have to keep telling me how good you are, you must not be that good. You know what I mean? Because I ain't seen it yet. So I just, I feel like that's, that's just really weird. And it's like, they, they are infatuated with like obsessed with being better than this person and being better than that person. It's like, why? Because the people that, you know, that feel like you're not, they, they tell you and then you, you have to set this narrative to say that, oh, I'm better than this person because I did this and because I did that. I'm like, okay. I mean, you cannot sit here and say you better than Tupac. But Tupac did more by age 25 than a lot of people gonna do in their whole lives. You know what I mean? And some of the shit that he says, like you look at those interviews, listen to those interviews, it's just like 
you'd be like, damn, this dude was only like 23 at the time talking like this. And a lot of shit he said then is reflecting that, you know, right now. So like that type of impact is like when you listening, like if I'm listening to your stuff 20 years later, like you never heard like a big or big pun or nobody say, yo, I'm better than LL. Yo, I'm better than, you know what I'm saying? I'm better than uh, Rakim. I'm better than, you know, we better than Run DMC. You never heard those artists saying no shit like that. Why? Because they respected the craft. Why? Because they were just worried about doing what they needed to do to be the best artist they could be. They weren't worried about being better than, you know what I'm saying, people that came out before them. They just wanted to be the best out right now. And if people thought that they were the greatest ever, then so be it. And that's the reason, that's the hard time them dudes having a hard time figuring out right now. It's like, they shit is just getting really old. And they know, they know, they know ain't nobody gonna be listening to that shit. I say that all the time. Nobody's gonna be listening to that shit 10 years from now. You gonna be bumping stir fry 10 years from now, Jay? Um, I don't know. No. <laughs> No, you're not. You're not. You're going to be bumping and get gnarly 20 years from now? This man said get gnarly. <laughs> I'm saying, are you? Are you? Probably, probably not. Probably not. Right? No, probably not. Exactly. I mean, these dudes, they they just, they don't like that. The, the fact that a lot of people that's not even here anymore are getting more love than 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 the guy that, that than they are. And they out right now. It's like, take time to take time to perfect your crap. Yo. I think that shit is hella corny, though. Like, you don't, it's certain people you just don't want those problems with. And, some of these dudes, they just different, man. I don't, I don't get it. I can't respect it. So that's why I say I listen to what I like. I don't even worry about the moves, man. I think that shit hella weird, though. They just you know really, what the weird really thing obsessed. is? Like, why does why do all of these young dudes say that they're better than Tupac? Like, why don't they name somebody else? Like, I'm half of them. I'm they like, don't know nobody else. Yeah, they that's haven't why. even listened to Tupac. I'm feeling like the majority of them haven't. They're just like naming like who we think, who like all the OGs uh, mostly think like is the greatest rapper. Because everybody said either Tupac or Big. Like nobody said, oh, I'm big. I'm better than Big. The majority of people always single out Tupac. Why don't you say you better than Jay Z or Nas or something? Like. Like, say say those people at least, but why Tupac? <laughs> Tupac always gets singled out, and that man ain't even here. Exactly, that's why. Cause he can't rebuttal. Exactly. That's wild. Th this is why the OGs don't like y'all. And like I said, I can see both sides of the story. If an OG is just coming out saying, "Yeah, I don't like all that, all that new music," you know, they ain't respectful exactly. or whatever. It's like, like that shit. Like that shit. Ice T did the Soldier Boy. I was like, that was wrong for him to do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let that let that young boy do what he do. So I wasn't mad at Soldier Boy for going back at him. You know what I'm saying? Defending himself. He did what he had to do. But yeah, I feel you on that though, man. That's but yeah, you yeah. just you know you getting randomly interviewed and and you mentioning Tupac, like yeah, I understand why they would be mad at that. They're like, yo, Tupac was here, and you know he was here when I was in the game or whatever, and like he should get his respect, doesn't matter whether he's dead or alive. So yeah, I understand why the OGs come back at, at the young people for that stuff because y'all do be disrespectful, and they feel like y'all are being dis uh, y'all disrespecting the craft. So it's it, like I said, I can see both sides, but. Yeah, like I, I also agree with you. Like it's super corny. It's super corny to self-proclaim the year to go. Like let your work ethic, let everything that you brought out, let that be the determining factor. And so you know, someone saying that that you're good or not, and you should not be self-proclaiming anything, or that you know you just randomly coming out saying that you're better than this artist. Like I understand you being confident, but that's also like it's corny and it's leaving a bad taste in in people's mouth. Which you just you know randomly is going out saying that. Like don't let these people who be interviewing you. You also influence you to say some dumb stuff because we all know how some of these interviews begin down mainly Vlad TV because that's where a lot of stuff be coming from. <laughs> a lot of stuff be coming from Vlad TV. That that man's a fake.
feds anyway. So don't be letting that man uh just like just pressure watched you. The shit with him and Sue Surf too. Yeah, man. Don't be letting that man pressure you to say something that you ain't really mean. You know, just to get some clicks, because that's like I said, that's where a lot of stuff be coming from. So like I say I I agree. Like this stuff is this stuff is super corny, but uh, we all for that, man. Finally, we have the album suggestion section. Like what you got for us? Um, damn, I uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Super Duper Fly by Missy Elliott. That's the f- came to mind, bro. Okay. 1997, uh, classic album. That album is old. Man, that album is 22 years old. Jesus, man, we old, bro. Man, we <laughs> hell yeah. Uh, man, where do I start, man? Hit him with the he was high with little Kim socket to me. And Timbaland was all over this, all over this album, yo. Uh, of course, the rain, you know, what I'm saying classic album. That's back when you you made your your music videos basically, you know, told the tale of what your album would be. So I, that that video alone was so creative and shit. And you know, she was just not the prototypical rap chick at the time. You know, she was you know she was heavy set, and, but she was a fun chick, and she was never the best rapper either. She just said shit, you know, what I'm saying that was just like it was like some clever, funny shit. But it, she always had the best production of all of them, you know, due to Timbaland. You know, you got the Beat Me Now One One. Uh, shit, man, what else? There's a lot of stuff. Easy, easy, y'all. Uh, yeah, it was a lot, man. She had some joints on there, man. That was that's a classic album, yo. Nice, nice ass album. Super Duper Fly, nineteen ninety seven. Missy Elliott. Shout out to Missy, yo. Still out here, still out here doing doing good work. Yeah, apparently she got another song that just came out recently. Yeah, and she getting and her health is is improving too, cause she she had a few health scares with that Graves' disease. Yeah, that's why she took a long break because of that. Well, mostly because of that. So there you go. Album suggesting Missy Elliott, Super Duper Fly from 1997. Had a lot of bangers on that one. A lot of bangers on there for sure. Uh, But that is the end of the notes that I have today for Enlightened Sounds Episode 20. Flock, do you have any closing words? Um, Same closing words as always, man. Don't let uh, others' opinions become your opinions. Go out here in the world. Do your research. See the world, see what's going on, see what works for you, what necessarily work for others, won't necessarily work for you, friends included. Uh, don't hang around people that's going to get you in no trouble. Stay out of trouble. Don't be making shit up and saying you're getting beat up in the streets and shit. Don't pull a Jussie Smollett. Um, all of that, man. Just do do you, yo. Stay out of trouble. God bless y'all. Good night. <laughs> yep, yep. What my co-host Flock said. Uh, we will see you all for Enlightened Sounds episode 21. Thank you again. Huge shout out to everyone that continues to support us on whatever your favorite platform is. We will continue to keep this moving. We are already 20 episodes in, so uh, yeah. that's definitely an accomplishment. Um, but like I said, we will keep everything moving, and we'll see you all next time. Peace out. <laughs>